everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Fantasy Fellow Show. It is week eight. Uh, today is October 25th. It's about 5.30 on uh, Friday evening. Had a busy work week, so I didn't get to record a podcast during the week. But uh, here we are. We got all the, the practice reports, news and notes from the week of going on in the, the NFL. Lots of trades, lots of people not practicing. So we got all the news that we need here. So I might end up doing uh, this as a normal Friday routine where I collect all the information throughout the week and uh, we release that so you can check it out Friday night, Saturday, whenever you need to. Um, but again, I am, uh, I don't know if I introduced myself, but you know who I am if you're watching this uh, at the fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter and uh, this is the Fantasy Fellow Show and uh, we're going to dive into the week eight here with the screen share opportunity. And uh, yeah, so Thursday night football game last night. Uh, we'll kind of quickly we'll kind of quickly go over that. There's not too much to talk about it. Adam Thielen was out, so hopefully you got digs in your lineup. Um, again, here we are, fantasy fellowship. We're gonna click on week eight. Um, you can see all the guys here that we we kind of started correctly. Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, of course, Stephon Diggs, uh, Kyle Rudolph was kind of a dud. I think he only had like five points in PPR leagues. Um, then I noted. Ola B.C. Johnson and Alexander Madison. Um, so overall, not too much to really talk about that game. It was a lot of running. I think the Vikings had 38 rushing attempts, and uh, the Redskins really couldn't get anything going, uh, especially when Case Keenum left with a concussion. So uh, we'll kind of skip that for now, and uh, we'll look right at the Seahawks and the Falcons. So starting with uh, Seattle, we got Russell Wilson, of course, as a QB1, really juicy matchup against the Falcons. Um, because uh, Matt Ryan is a, is a question right now, I'm going to pull up this uh, practice reports tab and we'll kind of go by each team here. Um, so we see Atlanta here, Matt Ryan, got a high ankle. It's like a, it's like a low grade um, high ankle sprain. He's questionable right now. He didn't practice Wednesday and Thursday. He was kind of doing stuff on the side, but today he got in a limited practice. So they're kind of hopeful that he can play, um, but again, you have to monitor what's going on on Saturday and check back in on Sunday morning before uh, putting Matt Ryan in your lineup. If Matt Ryan is out, I'm going to be curving a lot of Falcons players. So, um, you know, Smith's out with concussion. That doesn't really affect us. We might see Brian Hill more, but overall, Atlanta is relatively healthy. Uh, we can look at Seattle real quick. Uh, Seattle's got a pretty lengthy list here, um, but as far as Offense, I don't think we have anything that we're worried about. Um, Chris Carson, two full practices. Uh, everything looks pretty good here for Seattle. No one's really, I mean, only a couple guys here not practicing. So um, so you're starting Russell Wilson, QB1. Uh, Chris Carson's got a really nice matchup because we're expecting Seattle to win here. They're a seven-point favorite here on the road. So we should expect Chris Carson, RB1, a high-volume game. Uh, Tyler Lockett, RB or wide receiver two with some upside here. He should be able to do enough um, early in this game in case they go into run mode in the second half. And then uh, the one guy here that's probably the most question player for fantasy is DK Metcalf. If you have DK Metcalf, he's worth a flex, maybe a wide receiver three this week. He could be boom bust, but um, I mean, he leads, the, he leads the Seahawks in air yards and uh, it feels like a breakout game is due. So I would go ahead and get Metcalf in my lineup if I can. Um, I'm probably going to start the Seahawks defense if uh, Matt Ryan's out. And then uh, we got a lot of guys here that we're kind of monitoring on the toss-up section. Uh, Jerron Brown, uh, tight end Jacob Hollister, 
Um, David Moore, Rashad Penny's not getting any snaps. Luke Wilson's there. I'm not going to use any of these guys for fantasy. It's all about Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. So I'm thinking the Seahawks are going to roll pretty well here, even if Matt Ryan suits up. So we mentioned Matt Ryan. Matt Schaub gets the start if he cannot go. I don't even think I would touch Matt Schaub in a 2QB league. I mean, he's only going to have one week for you. So if you're in a pinch and you really need help, I mean, you can think about it. But I'm probably just going to stay away from this offense if Matt Schaub is the, the starter. So uh, you probably still have to start Julio Jones. Um, I mean, the Seahawks don't have, like, an amazing good secondary. So Julio could still get enough points in a PPR day with, with Matt Schaub. Calvin Ridley's a bit more of a dice roll with Schaub. I think if Matt Ryan's and you're starting Calvin Ridley for sure. But, um, I mean, if, if you're – if say you have an example here. Uh, if you have DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley on the same team and Matt Schaub's quarterback, I'm playing DK Metcalf. Um, I'm still probably playing DK Metcalf over Calvin Ridley if Matt Ryan's in. But with Muhammad Sanu out of the picture, Ridley's probably going to be looking up to seven to eight targets a game, hopefully. So I think Ridley's a buy low. Uh, right now, especially with Matt Ryan uh, with the ankle. They're on bye next weekend. You might be able to get Ridley for a uh, potential uh, playoff end of the regular season for fantasy run. So uh, you're probably got to start Austin Hooper no matter what quarterback is in. Uh, Devonta Freeman's just a low-end RB2 flex play. Maybe Matt Schaub kind of leans on Hooper and Freeman in the short passing game, and we're not starting the defense. Um, but uh, we got a couple guys in the toss-up section. Uh, Russell Gage and... Justin or J.J. Hardy? Justin Hardy? I can't think of his first name. But uh, these are the two guys that are going to be next man up for uh, Mohamed Sanu. I'm not going to use any of these guys, but we'll watch and see how the snap counts and the targets go. So keep an eye on those two. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be really an exciting game. Uh, the first half is going to be probably heavy Seahawks doing some good things. And, yeah, we'll see if Matt Ryan plays. But this team's one and 1-6. I'm really nervous for anyone – if I have any Falcons on my team, I'm pretty nervous for the rest of the season. So uh, start your Seahawks. Um, and I'm trying something new. I was kind of pressed at work this week, so I didn't really get to do as much uh, of my fantasy content on my site. But uh, I think going forward from now, something that's just going to be easier for me is to kind of break down comments in bullet point form. Um, not taking so much time to write up a paragraph for each team and kind of do all that stuff. So think I'm going to do this if you if you're if you use this site and you like this format better let me know uh comment you know like subscribe all that good stuff uh let me know what's going on so moving on to the Eagles at the Bills uh Carson Wentz looked really shaky the whole offense looked kind of shaky last weekend in Dallas so we're a little less trustworthy of Carson Wentz who's been playing like quarterback one I think he's just a quarterback two this week uh in super flex leagues and I would probably bench – I mean, I would probably play like a guy like Ryan Tannehill over Carson Wentz this week. Uh, we'll get to Ryan Tannehill later. But um, I don't know. Carson Wentz, uh, he's got a tough schedule coming up. I'm not exactly excited for this Eagles offense at the moment. So uh, Buffalo Bills have been playing, you know, as a top five defense pretty much all season. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had some success last week. But uh, you never know. So Carson Wentz, he can go either way, but I, I feel safest – and if I'm in a one quarterback league, I'm probably not going to start Carson Wentz. So uh, we'll see him continue to, to target Elshon Jeffrey as his number one receiver. Zach Ertz has kind of been in the background the last, I don't know, pretty much all year. He's only got one touchdown all year, but we're seeing Dallas Goddard kind of step up now as they use more two tight end sets. 
Uh, Goddard scored a touchdown last weekend on Sunday night. So uh, you're, you're still got to start Ertz. You're going to start Jeffrey. But uh, we're, we're starting to limit our expectations for these guys. Uh, Jordan Howard's been getting consistent touches, and he's still the goal line back. So uh, he's a low-end RB2, kind of boom-busty. But um, I mean, he's worth a, a shot if you're in a pinch. And uh, we're not going to start the Eagles defense. Uh, I don't like that secondary. And uh, I don't know. I, I can't start Miles Sanders at the moment. I understand if you want to flex him and see what happens. But he's not getting uh, – he's still a good receiver, so he has better PPR value. But uh, I'm just not I – don't, I don't see uh, a super high ceiling for him at all at the moment with this offense. So we're still holding out hope for Deshaun Jackson. I don't think he's going to play this weekend. Maybe they might rest – rest him up until the bye week so we're holding out on Deshaun Jackson we'll see how that goes but overall I'm not excited for like I'm not going to go and get Eagles in my my DFS lineup I think this is going to be a, a more low scoring game uh, it's in Buffalo Bills are favored by a point and a half so um, we mentioned the Eagles secondary being atrocious so I'm open to Josh Allen being a quarterback one like if I had Carson Wentz and Josh Allen's on the waiver wire I'm going to start Josh Allen over Wentz this week um, you're going to start John Brown. I should probably move John Brown up. He's an excellent wide receiver three. He's probably going to be better than that this week. So I like his upside. I'm open to starting Cole Beasley in a PPR league. Uh, and then even Dawson Knox has some tight end one streaming value. Um, he consistently is making plays downfield. So I really love Dawson Knox for like dynasty and future, uh, future seasons with, with Josh Allen. So um, fire up John Brown, Cole Beasley. Frank Gore, uh, Eagles run defense is the best part of their, their defense, but Frank Gore could still get 10 to 15 touches in this one, uh, potentially goal line stuff. So I'm open to Frank Gore as a low end RB2 flex play. Uh, I think you can start the Bills defense. Um, they've been pretty consistent all season, even against the Patriots. They had a decent game. So, uh, and then we're going to monitor Devin Singletary, Duke Williams from afar. We're not going to start these guys, but uh, super excited for Josh Allen and John Brown. Maybe we get some Cole Beasley action. And uh, I don't know. It feels pretty good for the Bills. Uh, Eagles have a tough schedule coming up, and this game's not going to be much easier. So uh, start your start your Josh Allen, John Brown stacks and DFS. And uh, I don't know. This game's going to be kind of back and forth, I think. Um, Carson Wentz might surprise us with a good game, so I'm open to I'm open to him if you if you have no other options as a quarterback one. Um, but uh, I think the game's going to go if he's if Wentz has a good game, it's because Ertz and Goddard have good games. So I'm even open to Dallas Goddard as a tight end one streamer. Uh, all the defense is going to be looking at Elshon and, and Ertz. So Goddard might have the most favorable matchups of the group. So continue to roll with Goddard if you got him. And uh, yeah, we'll move on here to another defensive game, Chargers and the Bears. Uh, Philip Rivers has been like a like a fringe quarterback one uh, we, we kind of are a little nervous about the health of Keenan Allen right now and uh, this is rotowire here I'm just I, I go to NFL and you can see practice reports here and you can filter by team um, so Keenan Allen he missed practice Thursday and Friday with a hamstring he's trending towards doubtful I think I, I mean he's questionable right now but he's probably more on the doubtful side of things right now. So if Keenan Allen can't go, I'm not starting Phillip Rivers. I'm not going to start Phillip Rivers in a QB1 league anyways. He's just a QB2 this week if you got him. Um, and if Keenan Allen's out, that means Hunter Henry is going to be 
you know, in for a pretty high volume day. So you're starting Hunter Henry, you're starting Austin Eckler in PPR leagues. Uh, I, I might even bench Melvin Gordon against this Bears defense. I think it's an Eckler Hunter Henry game. Uh, Mike Williams gets a boost if Keenan's out. So uh, if, if you're start, if you're relying on Chargers, it's really Austin Eckler and PPR Hunter Henry in all formats. And then uh, Mike Williams probably gets a pretty good bump as a wide receiver three this week. Um, so uh, it's pretty simple for the Chargers. We don't really trust their defense, but with this Bears offense kind of, you know, just stalling and not really doing anything impressive the last couple games, I'm open to streaming the Chargers defense. This game's in Chicago, so that's not as exciting. You know, Chargers are traveling, you know, to Chicago. It usually hasn't been a good travel team in the past, so I'm open to it, but I'm not, like, banking on it. So we'll move on to Mitch Trubisky here with the Bears. Uh, he, he was able to get enough garbage points last weekend to like be usable in QB2 leagues. So you can super flex him if you got him. Uh, that's pretty much it. He's never going to be startable in a QB1 league, you know, with the volatility that he has. Um, but you're starting Allen Robinson. He's like the most bankable player uh, on this team. Uh, he's wide receiver three with upside for me. He could be wide receiver two this week. Uh, Tariq Cohen, uh, RB2 in PPR leagues. Probably not going to really rely on him in non-PPR leagues. Um, and then David Montgomery here is the one guy that everyone's kind of wondering about because the Bears have been throwing the ball so much lately that it's just not Bears football to throw the ball. They have to run the ball, establish the run, and uh, just pound out the clock and make the defense tired. So if you have David Montgomery, he's a low-end RB2. Uh, looks good as a flex, I think. And uh, he just needs a touchdown to save your day. I think he's going to get probably 15-plus carries. And uh, we'll see if the Bears can uh, – can kind of run their way here and save, get their season pointed in the right direction, really. Uh, it was pretty bad last week. So uh, you're starting the Bears defense. We're watching for Anthony Miller to see if he keeps going up. He's been playing pretty well the last couple of weekends. So I like Miller uh, in, you know, deeper bench leagues. Um, and then Taylor Gabriel, Trey Burton, not really using those guys. But keep an eye on him. Um, I don't know. This game, Phillip Rivers, sometimes he implodes and has – you know, big interception games, but other times he kind of, he kind of, I don't know, comes out of nowhere in games where you think they're not going to do much. So this game can go either way. Um, so yeah, get Eckler, Hunter Henry for sure. Mike Williams, those guys are all kind of interesting players. Mike Williams is probably due. He's been getting a lot of air yards, hasn't really been converting. I don't think he scored a touchdown yet this year. So I'm kind of interested in Mike Williams in DFS leagues. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. We'll move on to New York Giants at Detroit Lions. Uh, Daniel Jones has been a little bit disappointing since his uh, hot debut against Tampa Bay. He's just going to be a QB2 for me in Superflex leagues. You're starting Saquon Barkley. You're going to start Evan Ingram, even though he caught one pass for six yards last weekend. Uh, Lions aren't exactly a scary defense to go against, so hopefully things get better here. And then uh, I think Golden Tate. He's the, the, the veteran receiver now that Sterling Shepard is he's had two concussions in pretty quick, uh, a quick, pretty quick range. So I don't know when we're going to see Sterling Shepard again. So Golden Tate has probably wide receiver three value for a while, maybe the rest of the year going forward, as long as he's healthy. So uh, that's, this is really it. I mean, Darius Slayton, he's a deep, deep team flex. Uh, I don't, I'm not comfortable starting him, but I mean, I could see him making one play to make your day. So might be more of a DFS play but uh so Saquon Barkley, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram and maybe Daniel Jones in a 2QB league so 
not starting that defense. Uh, but looking at the Lions, uh, Matt Stafford's a QB1, folks. I think he's a QB1 for the rest of the year. With Carrion Johnson going uh, on IR, he might be back. Carrion could be back week 16, they're thinking, uh, at the earliest. So holding out hope for him. But uh, this team's going to have to pass the ball, and that's been the strength of this offense all season. Uh, Matt Stafford's he's playing some of the best football I think I've seen him play in a long time. Uh, maybe the best stretch of his career right now. Uh, I know he had some nice stuff with Calvin Johnson, but he's got Kenny Galladay working, Marvin Jones working. Both those guys are wide receiver threes for me. And then uh, you got TJ Hawkinson there. So it feels like every week TJ Hawkinson's leaving some big plays on the field. So eventually that's going to – I think it's going to line up for him to have a big game one of these days. So I'm open to TJ Hawkinson as a tight end one streamer. Uh, the biggest question marks with the Lions are the running backs now that carry-ons on IR. And uh, that's Ty Johnson and J.D. McKissick. Ty Johnson, uh, pretty electric, very he's very explosive runner. He's a smaller dude. He was primarily a kick and punt returner for Maryland uh, in college last year. Uh, he's a rookie, so we have to see how he can handle you know a starter's workload. I'm not really sure that he's the best inside runner. The Lions are going to sign a big back to kind of pound in between the tackles. So I don't know if Ty Johnson's going to have tremendous value for the rest of the season, but in this game. Ty Johnson's going to project as the potential goal line back. He's going to project as the most carries of this team. Uh, while J.D. McKissick is kind of like a theoretic version. So we'll see. J.D. McKissick has flex value in PPR leagues. Ty Johnson's kind of uh, valuable in both formats. Uh, so, but I don't know. I like J.D. McKissick. I think he's uh, a bigger, he's more of a threat for big plays. So I kind of like his upside in PPR leagues and he's kind of the lesser, uh, he has lesser views and expectations. So he's, he might even be available on your waiver wire. So I'm open to him as a, a PPR potential RB2, uh, but a best as a flex. So we're not starting either of these defenses, and uh, we'll monitor Danny Amendola down there. He had a big game last weekend. So if he can kind of put some consistency together, and uh, if, if I don't know, it feels like Matt Stafford's going to have to throw his way uh, throughout the rest of the season with these two uh, kind of scat backs. So. This game could be a lot of scoring. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the, the more interesting, fun games to watch uh, for the noon slate, so enjoy that one. Uh, Tampa Bay at Tennessee. We got uh, Jameis Winston back off bye week. He's just a QB tune super flex. If you're in a pinch, I mean, I might start Jameis Winston over a guy like Carson Wentz if you're in that kind of decision. I think he could be a fringe uh, quarterback one. I mean, they had all weekend to look at uh, Jameis Winston's big turnover game against uh, the Saints. So we'll see if he can kind of correct things. Uh, you're starting Chris Godwin for sure. You're starting Mike Evans. Uh, that's, that's pretty much the offense is Godwin and Evans. You're not going to leave these guys out of your lineups anytime soon. Um, and then we're kind of – we're just going to keep monitoring this running back situation. Really, we need like an injury to make things uh, – we need some clarity, you know. So – Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, even Daryl Dar and Bawali actually led the team in snaps last weekend or the week six. Um, so really, it's just a mess. I might even move these guys off the flex chart and we're just not going to touch the Buccaneers running backs. It's just too hard to predict game script and who's going to be used and who's going to. It's kind of like a hot hand approach at this point. So we'll go from there. Uh, OJ Howard's been been ruled out this weekend. 
um, amidst a bunch of trade, you know, rumors. So, but Tampa Bay is not going to trade OJ unless they get a, a first overall pick. So I doubt that happens, but we'll see Cameron Bright get the start. If you're in a pinch, I'll move Cameron Bright up to my TE1 streamers. So I'm open to that. He's got a good, you know, good chemistry with Winston. So, but yeah, this is all about Godwin Evans and uh, we'll see if we can get good Winston this weekend. So uh, Titans do have a good defense though. They're playing a lot better than people realize. So uh, it's not exactly an easy matchup. It's on the road, but it always seems like Winston kind of surprises us um, with his big games kind of out of nowhere. So we'll see what happens. Um, Titans side of the ball, Ryan Tannehill, man. He threw for 312 yards and two touchdowns last week. Uh, he was super efficient. I want to say he almost threw for 80% of his, it was like 79% completion percentage. And uh, when you look at this Tampa Bay defense, they've been holding almost everyone's running game down. Um, so you can't really run on Tampa Bay, but you you will be able to pass. So I, I'm kind of super excited about Ryan Tannehill this year, or this week, and probably the rest of the season. Uh, Tannehill should be owned in all TQB Superflex leagues. And, I mean, he's potentially a, a fringe quarterback one this week. So I really like his matchup. And if I like that matchup, I'm liking Corey Davis. And I love A.J. Brown. Both these guys, I think, are wide receiver threes with upside this week. Um, I mean, Tannehill's not afraid to, to throw it, and that's the biggest difference that we saw from him and Mariota. Uh, Mariota was kind of hesitant and stuff, and, and Tannehill, he's got nothing to lose. So he, he, you know, he's willing to throw the ball up to these guys. He trusts these guys. He's a veteran quarterback. And uh, I don't know. That's, it's, this is one of the best passing games that we've seen uh, Tannehill you know, with this offense last weekend. So everything clicked. Um, Johnu Smith is going to get the start. Uh, Delaney Walker is out. So I like Johnu Smith as a tight end one streamer option. I think he caught three for 64 yard, uh, yards last weekend. And uh, there are chunk plays where he's catching the ball and he's making people miss. And uh, he looked really good after the catch. So um, go ahead and pick Johnu Smith up. If he's in a dynasty league and he's available, that's, that's easy money. Go pick him up. Uh, but yeah, Delaney Walker's got an ankle injury, and we don't know the severity of it going forward. So maybe we get, uh, you know, a potential tight end one for a couple weeks here with with Johnny. Um, and then there's Derrick Henry. You know, we mentioned it's a tough matchup for the for the running game here, but if they get close to the red zone, you know, Henry can punch it in for for a touchdown. So uh, Henry's Henry's value is not going to really change, you know, week to week. He's going to get the the bulk of the carries, and he's going to get a crack at a goal line touchdown. So that's just what you hope for every week. So uh, I'm, I'm open to starting the Tennessee Titans defense at home here. Winston's turnover prone. So that kind of sometimes snowballs and gets out of control. So I like the Titans defense, I guess. And uh, I don't know, Adam Humphreys was on Tampa Bay, you know, for most of his career. Um, he might have been, was he drafted? I don't know if he was drafted by Tampa Bay, but uh, it's a revenge game. I don't know if it's like a really revenge game. He's just kind of left in free agency, but uh, that's something to monitor. So but yeah, I don't know. Ryan Tannehill, guys, he's going to be – he's got the keys for the rest of the year, I think, you know. After last week's game, Tennessee, I think they're 3-4. and four. They might be 4-4 four and four after this week, and uh, they're in the thick of it now. So start your, your Corey Davis and A.J. Brown and maybe some Johnny Smith action. So moving on here to the Broncos at the Colts. Uh, the Broncos just traded away Emmanuel Sanders. So that'll open up some opportunity for Deshaun Hamilton. We'll get to him in a second here. 
but uh, the Broncos are going to win this game. They got to they got to commit to Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Uh, Lindsay's obviously the better running back play of the of the two, but Royce Freeman got the goal line carry last week against Kansas City. And uh, I mean, if we were if you look at Royce Freeman's numbers, let's just Google Royce Freeman FF today. Royce Freeman's an RB two right now, folks. Super low key. Filtered by PPR leagues. Um, his worst game this year was week one. He's gotten no less than seven points in a game all year. So if somehow Royce Freeman's on your waiver wire, you go get him right now. Um, he hasn't really been been super if, like successful as a runner in the last two weeks, but you look at the involvement in the passing game in a PPR league, this is what you want. So uh, he's a super safe, you know, it's eight to 10 point floor each week. And his involvement in the passing game is super encouraging. So I like both Lindsey and Freeman this week. Uh, Joe Flacco, he, man, he got sacked too many times last weekend against Kansas City. Um, he had some drops with Noah Fant. Uh, just, it was just not a good game for the Broncos at all. Uh, Flacco still threw for over 200 yards. He's still cooking with Cortland Sutton. And now that Sanders is out of the picture, Sutton's going to be a wide receiver too. He's going to get 10 targets a game. Um, so I'm open to Joe Flacco as like a super low QB2 and super flex leagues. Not excited about it, but I'm also not like excited about like Drew Locke coming in anytime soon. So I think Flacco gets, uh, I don't know. He just, it's, I don't think we're going to see Drew Locke until like week 14, 15 or 16. So Joe Flacco's got super low end value in QB2 leagues, but I mean, you might be better off starting some if you're if you have Joe Flacco uh, in a two QB league, you might be better off, you know, starting a guy like AJ Brown or going, you know, to someone with a higher ceiling. So uh, Deshaun Hamilton's there for Emmanuel Sanders uh, replacement. I'm not super excited to get Deshaun Hamilton in my lineup because of the you know just the Flacco passing offense. Uh, but I mean, he's got. He's got PPR potential, eight to ten point floor. You know, he's going to get three or four grabs for forty or fifty yards. Um, and then I, I don't think Noah Fant practiced today, um, but he he's had some. Yeah, he did not practice today, so I don't know what's up with him. But it just wasn't a good game for him last weekend. He had some really crucial drops. Probably dropped two catches that would have been almost forty or fifty yards worth. And I mean, those game, those plays would have changed, you know, the game early on. So, not starting Noah Fant. Not excited about him in redraft leagues right now. He's probably droppable. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Broncos offense right now, man. It's Cortland Sutton's the best player on this team for fantasy purposes. So, go with him. Go with the running backs, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a quarterback two for sure in superflex leagues. He's a potential streaming quarterback one in standard. Um, Throwing over two touchdowns per game this year. Everything's kind of clicking. TY's back. Eric Ebron had a big game last week. Uh, so, I don't know. The Colts are rolling. Uh, Marlon Mack, this game could be a heavy, you know, run volume game for Marlon Mack. So, he's an RB2 with upside. You're starting TY Hilton, even though he might be on, uh, Chris Harris might be on him. Uh, his upside's still too high to bench or even think about benching him. So, he's locked in. Uh, Eric Ebron caught four for 70 last weekend and he had one of the best catches that I've seen him make in his career for that touchdown. So if, if they want to get him more involved, I can see it happening against the Broncos here as a tight end one streamer. And then uh, Zach Pascal was the man last week, uh, catching two touchdowns 
and I want to say he had 100 yards. I'll double check here. This is FF today. Uh, so Pascal had two touchdowns, 106 yards, six catches, seven targets. Um, he's getting double digits in PPR leagues, guys. So if he's available, I mean, this offense is moving the ball. Jacoby Brissett's playing really well. Pascal should be owned, and he could be flexed. So especially if, if Chris Harris is going to be on T.Y. Hilton, this might be a favorable matchup for Brissett. So super open to this Colts offense having a really nice day. I, I might start the Colts defense here at home against Flacco. And uh, probably going to leave Jack Doyle and Naheem Hines on my bench. Those guys are more desperation PPR plays if you need it. But, yeah, I don't know. Broncos, man, not looking good. They could surprise us, you know, if Flacco and Sutton kind of get things going early. But uh, it's probably going to be a pretty heavy Colts, Marlon Mack run the ball game. So we'll move on here to the Bengals and the Rams. We'll make this one quick. I believe this is a London game. I think it's at noon, though, not an early early start. So Andy Dalton's just going to be a QB2 in Superflex leagues. Joe Mixon I have as an RB2, but, guys, he's not even an RB2 at this point. Uh, he's he's a flex play at best. Um, man, I, I, I don't even know if I feel comfortable starting him as a flex. So I'm sorry if you, if you landed on Joe Mixon this year, not looking like it's going to be anything profitable for you. But uh, – I mean, if you got him, you probably got to flex him, RB2, see what happens. He's still an elite playmaker, so you can make your day with one play. Uh, Tyler Boyd's getting a ton of volume and targets, so make sure he's in your lineup. And then we see Auden Tate here and Alex Erickson. Erickson went off last weekend for a ton of targets, maybe 10 catches. What did he have last weekend? It was insane. Uh, let's look here. first so Alex Erickson out of nowhere 14 targets eight receptions 137 yards no touchdown but you see these last two weekends he, you see some spike in some some productivity and then you got Auden Tate here who I like Auden Tate in a PPR league he's been super consistent the last few weeks so five straight weeks over nine points so the team's gonna have to throw the ball they're gonna have to keep throwing the ball to get out of the holes that they dig themselves on offense so Boyd, Tate, and Erickson are all within play. Not even touching the defense. Not going to use Gio Bernard. Not going to use Tyler Eifert. So uh, if this one gets out of hand, we're going to probably start, you know, thinking about Ryan Finley coming in for Andy Dalton at some point this year. Uh, I think it's going to be inevitable at some point. You know, if the Bengals start to get to 0-10, you know, kind of area, we're going to see what they got in Ryan Tannehill. And, yeah, I don't know. This is looking like a, like a total reboot next year. Uh, rebuild next year so looking at the Rams though everything's going to be working for Jared Goff he's a quarterback one you're starting Cooper Cup Robert Woods Brandon Cooks and at this point you got to start Gerald Everett he's been the best uh, you know receiving weapon you know for the better part of a month now so tight end one get him in Todd Gurley I think he's healthy let me check his practice reports from the week Not even on the injury report, so awesome. Malcolm Brown did not practice. He's going to be out. You see that there. So Todd Gurley, fire him up. RB2 with upside. Uh, probably, I, I guess if this game's going to be out of hand like we think it is, Daryl Henderson could get some run in the second half. Uh, he's going to be more of a dice roll for a flex play, but I'm open to it. Uh, go ahead and start the Rams defense. You know, super pumped to see them with Jalen Ramsey now, so that kind of puts them back on the map for for defensive leagues. So. 
But yeah, man, Rams are going to roll. London, sorry, we sent you the Bengals. All right, Cardinals and Saints. Uh, Saints defense is playing lights out, guys. Uh, I'm going to have to readjust these charts. We'll get to that in a second. But Kyler Murray is just going to be a quarterback, too, for me in Superflex Leagues. Um, Saints could be up in this game, so we might see a lot of volume passing-wise. But uh, this is a good defense. Rookie quarterback in the Dome. I'm not really feeling too good about it. Uh, just a QB, two. Uh, Chase Edmonds is going to get the start this week, I believe. Uh, let's see. David Johnson did not practice all week. They have him as questionable, but I don't believe he's really in consideration to play this weekend without practicing. So Chase Edmonds, he's a he's an RB2, uh, best looking as a flex, but uh, he's been playing too well to ignore. So make sure you get him in your lineup if you got him. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he hasn't been playing very well either. He's going to be a, a low-end wide receiver three flex. And then uh, was Christian Kirk on these reports? Christian Kirk, limited all week. We'll see what happens with him. Monitor his uh, reports on Saturday. Check back on Sunday morning before your lineup is set. Uh, if Kirk plays, I like Kirk the best out of uh, pretty much, you know, Larry and Edmonds maybe. Uh, so, but overall, we're not excited about this Cardinals offense. Um, Chase Edmonds is, is, is his fun player to watch, so we'll see if he can keep it going. Uh, but, yeah, we're expecting David Johnson out. Teams haven't been running the ball on the Saints, so maybe we see Edmonds used more as a pass catcher. So I'd lean more towards Chase Edmonds in PPR leagues. But, yeah, to the Saints, Drew Brees, guys. He's going to play. I think he's going to play. Drew Brees, questionable with the thumb, limited all week. All the signs are pointing to him playing. He's – He's expressed that he wants to play. He doesn't want to wait till the bye week next week. He wants to get a game, in, you know, in before that. So if Drew Brees plays, he's uh, – I'm hesitant to play Drew Brees. It's a really juicy matchup. Uh, I think Brees will be a better quarterback too. But if you've been waiting all year with Brees and you had Teddy Bridgewater as a replacement, uh, Brees is usable as your quarterback one. Uh, I believe Alvin Kamara – Got into practice this week. Yeah, he was limited the last two days. It looks like he's going to play. We don't know, you know, to the extent of his volume that he's going to get. But if Kamara plays, you got to play him. doesn't really matter what uh, what happens, but you got to play Kamara. Uh, but I would still expect Latavius Murray to be uh, – to flirt with wide, uh, running back two flex numbers. So both running backs are in play. Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas, so you got him in there. I gotta get rid of Jared Cook on this list, and I'll put Josh Hill up there as a tight end one streamer. Uh, Arizona is the worst team against tight ends, and they'll continue to be that all year. So we're gonna attack that every week. And then, uh, yeah, with Drew Brees back, man, Ted Ginn's got some some intrigue as a flex. Um, you mentioned Josh Hill. We're gonna start the the Saints defense, and wow, the Saints were able to survive the Drew Brees injury. So uh, we'll see here what happens. Uh, Jets at the Jaguars. Sam Darnold, I don't even – he saw some ghosts. It's fine, guys. Don't have to overreact to it. But um, we'll see what he can do this weekend. I'm optimistic about getting him back in as, an, as a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's your RB1. Uh, Robbie Anderson could have a pretty nice game. As a more, he's, more, he's still a boom-bust wide receiver three, but he's getting, he's getting the targets. He's, you know, that's getting the air yards. That stuff's going to come eventually. Uh, I don't think Chris Herndon's playing this weekend again. He's been kind of hanging out on the injury report for a while. So Chris Herndon, doubtful, limited practice all week with a hamstring. So 
probably not going to play, so I'll get him removed from the list. Jamison Crowder, PPR flex play, not going to touch the defense. Demarius Thomas, what's he been doing lately? I mean, nobody had a good game for this team last week. You know, it's kind of impossible to have a good game against the Patriots these days. But anyways, where are these Jets? These goddamn Jets. New York Jets. New York Jets. Can't find one. There we go, James McGregor. So Demarius Thomas, he's he's playing decent. Three for 42 last weekend. Probably got a floor of seven, eight points. He could be streamed as a, a low-end wide receiver, three flex play in PPR leagues. But overall, the Jets have us a little nervous. But, I mean, you're starting Le'Veon Bell, and uh, we'll see if we can get some, I don't know, some bounce back here from the passing game. Uh, Jaguars, you're going to start Gardner Minshew in two QB super flex leagues. Uh, I'm holding out hope for Nick Foles to turn the return back this year. So I added Nick Foles in leagues that I have IR spots, you know, just to be ahead of the curve. Um, but Minshew this weekend, DJ Chark and DD Westbrook have great matchups. So you're starting DJ Chark as your, as your two, you're starting DD as a wide receiver three. Um, both those guys are playing really well right now with Minshew. So get them in your lineups. Uh, Leonard Fournette's got running back one potential this weekend. So, Everything else, I mean, this is a funnel offense through these four guys, so no one really else is on their radar. Uh, go ahead and start the Jaguars defense if you got them. Um, and, yeah, monitor Chris Conley. He had a good game last week. And then Seth DeValp, I'm kind of keeping an eye on him because Minshew has had success with the tight end so far this year. But, yeah, we're just going to stick to what we know. Minshew, Fournette, DJ Chark, and D.D. Westbrook. All right, so we're on to the – Sunday late games, Panthers at the 49ers. Um, Kyle Allen's getting the start this weekend. He's just a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. You're starting Christian McCaffrey. We got DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel down here as wide receiver threes. Uh, I'm more optimistic about Curtis Samuel. I think he's shown a better report with Kyle Allen, and Allen's kind of willing to, you know, put the ball up into those situations where Curtis gets to go and get it. He had the two touchdowns uh, before the bye week against Tampa Bay. So, uh, but yeah, both DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are wide receiver threes. Uh, and then Greg Olson's back as a tight end one option this week. Um, probably not going to start the Panthers defense. I have them as a maybe, but Panthers offense is pretty pretty simple to evaluate for fantasy. Uh, Cam Newton might be coming back soon. So if you wanted to stash him, this might be the week to do it. But I mean, Kyle Allen's playing, he's playing decent enough. And the offense is just get the ball to Christian McCaffrey. So I don't know. Tough spot here, though, going to 49ers. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback, too, in Superflex Leagues. Uh, you got to start Tevin Coleman as your RB2 with upside, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, you're going to start George Kittle as your tight end one. And then uh, as the flex considerations, I have uh, Matt Breda and then newly acquired Emmanuel Sanders. Um, from what I've heard so far, this, the Kyle Shanahan offense is pretty similar to what the Denver Broncos were trying to do uh, all season. So they acquired Emmanuel Sanders because they thought that he would be able to come in right away and not really miss a beat. So if you have Emmanuel Sanders and you've kind of been relying on him as a starter, uh, I think his outlook might actually be improved with this offense. Kyle Shanahan has had uh, some pretty good success with quarter uh, with wide receiver ones in his career. So um, kind of kind of a slight uh, uptick for Sanders the rest of the season. So. Um, 49ers defense, if you've been starting them, they've been, you know, you've been enjoying that all season. 
they do play Christian McCaffrey, but I'm open to Kyle Allen having some turnovers in this one. Um, and then we got Dante Pettis down there. We'll, we're going to monitor Pettis. Things might open up for him a little more than Emmanuel Sanders is there, you know, with defenses focusing on on Sanders and Kittle, and now Dante Pettis is kind of the afterthought. So I'm still, still hopeful for Pettis, but not going to start him. Um, but, yeah, man, both these teams are playing playing good football right now. The Panthers are fresh off a bye, so anything's possible. But, uh, but yeah, enjoy that one. Oh, man. Browns at the Patriots. Kids See Ghosts Part 2, perhaps. New Kanye, Kanye album came out today. Um, haven't listened to it yet, but we'll get to it. So, anyways, Baker Mayfield, I'm even sketchy to start him as a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. Do it if you got to do it. But, uh, I mean, this Patriots defense, 12.5-point home favorites. Uh, I just – I don't want no part of this right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not playing very good football. But, hey, I'm open to it. He can get you 10 to 12 points if you need the 10 to 12 points. Uh, Nick Chubb's downgraded to a running back two this weekend for me. Um, I just don't see a formula where they're going to be able to get him the volume. He could score a touchdown, but uh, we got to limit expectations for this offense as a whole. I'm expecting Bill Belichick to be able to to kind of cancel out Odell Beckham and make them rely more on Jarvis Landry. So I actually like Jarvis Landry better than Odell Beckham this weekend. Uh, I just have Odell Beckham, you know, down as a wide receiver too, because, you know, name value. And uh, maybe Odell gets to break a play or two that makes your week. So, uh, yeah, wide receiver two for Beckham. Landry's a flex play in the PPR league. Not touching the defense, not interested in Antonio Callaway or Ricky Seals-Jones. Kind of just avoiding the Browns in general right now. Um, Patriots side of things, Tom Brady, quarterback one. Best as a quarterback two in Superflex Leagues. Uh, James White, PPR, RB2 all day. Sony Michelle's getting the touchdowns. He's getting the volume, so he's an RB2. And then uh, Julian Edelman, PPR, wide receiver two with upside. And I think Philip Dorsett, now that Josh Gordon's out of the picture, yeah, they did get Muhammad Sanu, but Philip Dorsett is a wide receiver three going forward. Um, he's the deep target, and he's been playing some pretty good football, maybe the best football of his career, so... I love Dorsett. If he's available, go pick him up. Uh, ben Watson. Let's see what Ben Watson did last week. New England has not had any tight end that they've been using, you know, all season. Uh, but Ben Watson here played his first game last week. And he had three catches for 18 yards. I think he also dropped a, a, another easy catch. So he could have had more. 4.8 points in PPR league. We'll see if he can pick that up. But if you're desperate for tight end, I could see Ben Watson having a nice game. I think he played for the Browns too, so maybe this is a little revenge game where they want to get him involved. So I'm open to that. You're starting the league, def like the league MVP right now, Patriots defense, no questions. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, new team first week. Too risky for me to, to trust. I could see him, you know, getting a couple, you know, package calls his way but I just I don't I'd like to see what we get first before I'd start him and then Jacoby Myers actually might be the guy that gets the most play time of the two so but we're just going to monitor those guys uh, just stick to the chart Sony Michelle James White Edelman Dorsett and if you're feeling it Ben Watson but yeah Tom Brady Patriots are going to roll guys Patriots are going to keep going so on to the Raiders and the Texans 
Derek Carr. He had a pretty efficient game last weekend against Green Bay, even though they lost. He's a quarterback, too, in Superflex Leagues. Josh Jacobs, let's see Josh Jacobs' practice reports. He's got a bit of a shoulder issue. Did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, but got a limited day in on Friday today. So we'll have to watch his stuff Saturday and before game on Sunday. I think he's going to play, though. I think they're just maintenancing him uh, appropriately. So he's playing really good football right now. So get him in as your RB2 if he plays. Uh, Tyrell Williams, is he on the reports? Tyrell Williams, limited practice all week. I think that's a step forward from last weekend. They have him as questionable. Um, so if Tyrell Williams plays, that's a big boost for Derek Carr. Uh, so I'm probably going to try to sneak Williams into my lineup as a wide receiver three flex if he's back. You're starting Darren Waller. You know, that cat's out of the bag. So he's a, he's probably the tight end one right now to own. So super excited about Darren Waller. Just got all that money. Just dropped a new album out too. So go ahead and check that out if you're into that kind of stuff. <clears throat> uh, not going to touch the defense, but we're going to monitor – Rookie tight end Foster Moreau caught a touchdown last weekend. I think he scored in two out of three games. And then uh, Hunter Renfro, just keeping an eye on his involvement. Uh, Texans side of things, Deshaun Watson's probably the overall quarterback one this weekend. Aaron Rodgers just tore this defense up last week. So love what Watson brings. Uh, because of the game script here, Texans could be up pretty pretty big. So Carlos Hyde's probably going to, you know, get enough carries to warrant RB2 potential, you know, goal line touchdown opportunity. So I like him as an RB2. DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. So he's your wide receiver one. And uh, the big development with this offense is Will Fuller's out for maybe a month or so with a, with a hamstring injury. So Kenny Stills took, <clears throat> took over his role and he caught four for 106 last weekend. Kenny Stills should be owned in all leagues, all formats. And uh, he kind of just equals Will Fuller, in my opinion. I really like Kenny Stills, wide receiver three with upside this weekend. Uh, Darren Fells, if you need tight end help, he could be a, a tight end one streamer. And then with Will Fuller out, that means Kiki Cutie is going to be on the field, uh, you know, for 70 to 80% of the snaps. So he's a low-end flex in PPR leagues. Same with Duke Johnson. Not necessarily an RB2, but... I think he's had like a seven to eight point floor in PPR leagues most weeks now. So if you, if you need that for an RB2, uh, that might be your option. So go ahead and start the Texans defense. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the whole offense there. So Jordan Akins is the guy to monitor. Uh, I don't think there's a fourth receiver for us to keep an eye on. So start your Texans. Oh boy, Packers at Chiefs, Sunday Night Football. You're starting Aaron Rodgers off of probably the, I think that might have been the best game that I've seen him play in his career. And I've been watching, I mean, I'm, I'm from Green Bay. <clears throat> I live in Milwaukee. So I'm watching Aaron Rodgers every week. And last weekend was something special considering no Devontae Adams. So <clears throat> get Aaron Rodgers in. Aaron Jones is a, he's an RB1 for me this weekend. I would say Jamal Williams is he's probably a must start RB2 flex. I think if you saw all the inactives that the Chiefs just put onto their their charts, let's see, out for the Chiefs. Frank Clark, Eric Fisher, Kendall Fuller, Chris Jones, Pat Mahomes, and Andrew Wiley. Like that this is looking like a preseason practice report. So everything's gonna click for the Packers. Devontae Adams, I have him in there. 
He's listed as doubtful, which is an improvement over the last two weeks. I think the last two Fridays, they've just come out and said he's out on Friday. But this weekend, they let him be doubtful. He he did some some stretching and some light stuff this week, which was a step you know in the, the right direction. But I I don't think he's going to play. If he does play, you can play him, but just expect wide receiver three. You know, don't expect too much. He's not going to be 100% right away, I think. But I'd rather see him sit and make sure he's ready to go, you know, for the long haul. So I'm assuming no Devontae Adams, which means you're going to want to get Marquez Valdez-Scantling in your lineup as a wide receiver three. If Adams is out, I'd like Alan Lazard more than Dramo Allison, but I'm open to Allison being a low-end wide receiver three in PPR leagues. Uh, Alan Lazard just has... I don't know. He led the team in snaps last weekend. Uh, he had three catches for 42 yards. He had one really bad drop that could have went for, you know, 20 to 25 yards. Um, but Lazard's like the most polished big receiver of the group. So Rodgers likes him. I kind of like Lazard for a touchdown this weekend. So if you are in a pinch, you go ahead and start Lazard. Jimmy Graham's tight end one. We mentioned Jamal Williams, all the Chiefs uh, inactives. You're going to start the Packers defense. And, ah, man, I just I don't think this is going to be a very enjoyable game uh, to watch if you're a Chiefs fan. So start your Packers. Um, and I'm, I'm really feeling Jamal Williams. Make sure Jamal Williams is not on your bench uh, for this one. So Matt Moore gets the start. He's just a low-end quarterback, too, in Superflex League, yet, uh, I think. Uh, you, you have to start Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. These are the only ways that the Chiefs have – uh, of making this game competitive. Uh, Hill just needs one play. He'll probably be uh, drawing coverage from Jair Alexander. So that's a, I guess that's a fun matchup to keep an eye on in this game. Uh, but last weekend we saw tight ends catch three touchdowns against Packers. So Travis Kelsey, uh, this is his week to have the best game of the season. And uh, I'm expecting the Chiefs to try to give LaShawn McCoy as much as he can handle. So McCoy's a, he's an RB2 flex. And uh, not trusting the defense here for Kansas City. It sounds like Sammy Watkins is going to play, um, but with Matt Moore, I just, uh, I just, I don't really want to risk it. Uh, I think I'm going to leave Watkins on my bench this weekend. If you need to, he can be a wide receiver three. I'm, I'm open to that. But yeah, guys, uh, not going to trust Miko Hardman, Damian Williams. Man, I think he's he's droppable at this point. I would rather roster Daryl Williams over Damian. Uh, Damien, he's averaging like less than two yards per carry. Like, it's just not good right now, and he's not getting snaps. Um, I think Darrell Williams is the better back, and we might see more Darrell Williams in this game here too. So, if you have the room, I love to to leave like one roster spot on my bench, where I kind of leave it as a revolving door, where I like to add a guy a week before, you know, he could have a you know a, a bigger role in an offense. So. To me, that means Darrell Williams, uh, potential guy to keep an eye on. So, but yeah, man, no Pat Mahomes. He practiced all weekend, and I think the door is open for him to play against the Vikings next weekend. So, as a Packer fan, uh, uh, we got pretty lucky. So, but yeah, I would have loved to see Pat Mahomes play this weekend, especially in prime time. So, uh, I almost bought tickets to this game back in April when this was on the schedule. So, whew. Um, but yeah, start your Packers. And then we have the game of the week, the Dolphins and the Steelers. Just kidding. Um, it's an interesting game, though. Dolphins played the Buffalo Bills really tough last weekend. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think he had two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing. He's making Devontae Parker relevant. Parker, I think he's 
man, Devontae Parker quietly having a really nice season. Let's take a look at Devontae Parker's numbers. Devontae Parker here, filtered by PPR. He's up to three touchdowns in the last three weeks. Four for 70, three for 28, and five for 55. Uh, a range of 11 to 17 points. And the only game where he really was trash was the New England game where they got trounced 43 nothing. Uh, but every other weekend, he's been usable. So if you got him, wide receiver three with some upside here as the Dolphins will probably have to be throwing all game. So, uh, And then we got Kenyon Drake and Mark Walton. Uh, Mark Walton got the start last weekend. He had 14 carries for 66 yards. I think he had a catch for a little bit of uh, yardage, but Kenyon Drake is is still kind of getting, you know, work as a runner, but he's he's obviously the more pass-catching, you know, back of the group. So I think both guys are low-end RB2 flex options. Uh, not excited about it, but if I had to own one, I think I like Mark Walton the rest of the season better. So if he's on your waiver wire and you need running back help, uh, Walton could be getting more volume going forward. And then uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a look here. This is I'm interested to watch Preston Williams in this one, rookie wide receiver. Uh, Mike Gesicki, he's been turning the corner the last two weekends. I think he's combined uh, like uh, he had four catches last week for forty some yards, and then three for fifty the week before. So he's got about eight points in PPR leagues the last two weekends. And then Albert Wilson's healthy, so I don't know. Dolphins, it's not good, you know, TV right now, but. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on on Preston Williams and Gesicki and Mark Walton for dynasty purposes. So, uh, yeah, Steelers, this one's at home. They're 14 and a half point favorites. Uh, Mason Rudolph is a QB two in Superflex leagues. James Conner, uh, he had a bit of a shoulder thing. Let's check his practice reports for the week. James Conner, not even on the report. Awesome. So it looks like James Conner is full. And then another thing here, too, is Jalen Samuels got two full practices in this week, which is fantastic. So <clears throat> he's trending towards playing, so that's really cool. Uh, James Conner, RB2 with upside. Wouldn't surprise me if he's a top running back this week. Um, you got to start Juju Smith-Schuster if you got him. The plus matchup this weekend is Xavier Howard going to play. Take a look here. Xavier Howard, questionable, limited practice the last two days. Uh, but, I mean, Juju, wide receiver two, wide receiver three range this weekend. I like Vance McDonald as a tight end one streamer. And uh, maybe we see Deontay Johnson have a nice game. He's actually been playing pretty well with Mason Rudolph, so I'm open to him as your wide receiver three flex, potentially. Uh, go ahead and start the Steelers' defense. But even that, I don't know. The way the Dolphins played last weekend against the Bills, I'm kind of – I'm kind of somewhat optimistic about the, the Dolphins offense being competitive in this one. So uh, they got nothing to lose. They're going to let it fly. Ryan Fitzpatrick, don't give no fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. Defense is leaning towards starting the Patriots defense, but if you have a better option, go ahead and do that. Uh, I have Benny Snell as a toss-up, but that's going to be corrected uh, if Jalen Samuels is going to play. I love Jalen Samuels. If he was dropped in your league and you have the bench spot, go ahead and add him. Uh, if James Conner were to miss any time, um, Jalen Samuels would be the next man up, and Benny Snell would also get some looks too. So, uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for week eight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for hanging out. If you are watching on YouTube, comment, like, subscribe. 
let me know if you, if you like this new approach that I'm doing with the bullet points. And it, to me, it was kind of nice. Um, it's just an easier way for me to kind of do my thoughts and just kind of do it bullet point by bullet point. And uh, I've waited till Friday to get all this information out. I had a busy week at work. So I'm uh, sorry for not getting out anything on Thursday night for the game, but I kind of felt like you didn't really need too much fantasy advice for that. So, um, but yeah, um, just going to get out of the screen share here. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Thank you for watching. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, we're on Google Playlists. We're also hosted on Anchor. Uh, this is the Fantasy Fellowship. Check us out on thefantasyfellowship.com. I am your host, the fellow KGB. Uh, I don't know. Good luck, guys. We're halfway, you know, through the regular season. We're actually on the second half side of the regular season. So uh, let's get it. Have a good one. Good luck. Peace. <laughs>